Good morning. Happy Self-Care Sunday. This is your host, Sophia Nelson, and it is December the 5th, 2021. We are now just 20 days from Christmas, so you better get that shopping done, get those Amazon orders in, and get it all done so that you can wrap stuff up and package it up and be done to rest and respite as you settle in for the holidays. Um... I'm upset about some stuff today, and I want to talk with you a little bit about how we treat each other as people. You know, this whole podcast is about self-care. It's about how you take care of yourself, how you speak up for yourself, how you love yourself, honor yourself. But none of us lives in a vacuum. We live with other human beings. Some of us are married. Some of us are in serious relationships. Some of us have children. Some don't. Some of us are parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, aunts, uncles. Some of us run businesses. Some of us work in major corporations or industry. Some of us are professors and teachers. Every day of our lives, we are in this unbelievable mutuality, unbelievable mutuality with other human beings. We exist together. And yet, I do not like what I see happening Here in the United States, but it's happening everywhere. The unkindness, the cruelty, the abject meanness, particularly on social media. Social media is nothing more than a bullying pulpit of anger, grievance, threats, menacing. People who don't feel very empowered in their lives. Even those who seem to have platforms. Um... They really feel good about being able to go off, go in, menace, bully other people online. And it's sad, but it's deeper than that. I was really touched, as were all of you, and hurt and saddened, and I cried, as many of you did, about these four young students in Michigan, kids in high school. 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds. I think one was 14 years old. And I thought back to high school. I grew up in a small town. Um, Everybody went to kindergarten and graduated high school together. Um, And never once was there ever a threat of violence. Never once did any of us ever imagine taking one of our parents' guns. And all of us grew up in homes, by the way, where parents had guns. Um, I know I did, and I never thought about taking my father's gun and going to school with it or because I had an argument with somebody. I'm a girl, so probably different, but I never knew any young man that did that either, ever. And I've just been thinking about this, like what has happened to our country and our world in just the last 35 years? What's happened? And as I sit sometimes, and I'll just get on my Twitter feed with a cup of coffee or a glass of wine in the evening, and I will just watch the way people talk to each other. And I've gotten caught a bit to it myself when someone starts coming for you and attacking you. And, you know, sometimes I'll be flippant and funny and I'll say your mama. Sometimes I'll engage in a serious and thoughtful way. And other times I'll say back up off me or you're just stupid or go away. And I don't want to be that person. Because I'm a nice person and I like being nice and I'm kind and I like dialogue. I love to talk. 
I love different points of view. I love to be challenged by someone that sees the world differently from me now. The problem is the way we're operating now, we just lie. There is no truth anymore. There are no absolutes and there have to be absolutes in life and there has to be truth. And one of the reasons America is struggling right now and one of the reasons there's so much depression and so much anxiety and so much brokenness and overwhelm and exhaustion is because when we as human beings don't have those guardrails, intact families, love, relationship, touch, fellowship, friendship, laughter, the ability to connect is essential to our very essence as human beings. We don't do well without it. So being the one you need is never about you living on some island by yourself and being all about yourself and being selfish. It has nothing to do with that at all. Being what you need means you know yourself. It means you understand what you need, what you want, what you desire, and you have the courage to go get it, to ask for it, to seek it, to strategize about how you make better connections, how you do more than just folks. I've said this before. Uh, if you think self-care is going to the spa, it can be. If you think self-care is just taking a couple days and going to the beach or whatever, it can be. But that's not self-care. Self-care is a way of life. Self-care is a mantra. It is a force. It is a power that says, I matter. I have value. I need rest. I need love. I need help. I need guidance. And you walk in that way of life and you don't let anybody anywhere tell you different. You don't let people demand more of you than you can give. And mothers, listen up. One of my best friends is a mother of four boys. I've talked about her before. And they've been shut in with COVID. Three of the four boys and she has COVID. And of course, we've stepped up as her friends to make sure they have the food they need and what they need. But it's been hard watching her go through this because I think I would have lost it. And she's the kindest, most gentle person. But one day she called me and, you know, she was hiding out in the bathroom, which is hilarious, right? Because for those of us who were not moms, but we were blessed to be aunts and uncles, you could give the kids back. I could keep my nieces for a couple weeks and I loved it, but I was ready for them to go home. And being a mom takes a lot out of you. Um, you know, there's a great line in the movie, The Bridges of Madison County, one of my favorite movies of all time. I watched it recently, and Meryl Streep is amazing. But she has this line where she's explaining to the Clint Eastwood character that she can't leave, even though she loves him. Because she says, when a woman decides to marry and become a mother, one part of her is starting this new life, but another part of her dies. And her life becomes something of details and schedules and taking care of other people. And her needs no longer matter. And it's a poignant scene. They're sitting at the table and, and they're in love and they've had this amazing connection. And they love each other, but she's a married woman with children. And she realizes she has a responsibility bigger than herself. And... I think that mothers everywhere would probably agree with her assessment that 
one part of you dies, it goes away because your life is no longer your own. And another part of you lives a different life, a life of care and taking care of others and keeping your family together and uh, making sure that your children get up and out. And she talks about how your children move and you stand still so that they can move. Another powerful line. Why am I talking about this? Because being a woman is tough because you do have to balance details and the needs of others. And you often come second, third, fourth, fifth. I'd like to challenge you to change that. I'd like to challenge you to take your power back, to dig deeper, to embark on a life of living and of more than just surviving, thriving. And I want to encourage all of us to connect our lives to people who are kind, who are good, who are caring, and who feel like sunlight. They're warm. They're safe. They let you catch your breath. And you have to be that person too. So there's a lot of meanness right now. And I wanted to just speak to those of you who around the holidays, it's tough. Life is hard. You don't have a family or you have a very dysfunctional family and you don't like the holidays. I'm one of those people. Uh, I don't like it. It's tough because the family's broken and it's scattered and it's uncomfortable to be around people that you don't really like being around and then you feel forced to do it and it's awful and it messes you up and it's not good self-care. So I want to encourage you to to find a place that you really enjoy for Christmas. Go travel, go somewhere, um, be safe, of course. But give yourself the gift of connecting yourself to people who you love and who love you and who really enjoy you and who you enjoy. I don't feel pressured to do things you don't want to do. Part of why people are acting out and they're raging and they're pissed off and they're threatening and menacing is because they're not happy people. This is a tough time of year. Depression rises. You know, we have more darkness than light. It's the winter months. People are shut in. COVID is still raging with Omicron and now Delta 2. Um, and we've all been locked in. I'm supposed to go to Paris, France with some girlfriends for my birthday in January, early January. Probably not going to happen. Too much going on with the virus. Too many travel restrictions. Too many ifs and unknowns and you don't know if you get out can you come back what are the protocols going to be it's problematic so I say all that to say um, I want you guys to take care of yourselves and I want you to take care of each other being what you need enables you empowers you and propels you to better be able to take care of your family your spouse your parents your work your clubs and organizations it allows you to be a better, happier soul. And I think with all the meanness and unkindness and that shooting of those children in that school, and it's happened again and again and again, and I thought about those babies and I listened to their stories, and I just am heartbroken because they had a right to live. They had a hope. They had a future. And somebody cut that short. And it's wrong and it's awful and my heart goes out to those parents. I've said this before on this show. I'll say it again. 
I know how heartbroken I was when I was told I couldn't have children. It was devastating. It took me years to heal. And I don't think I ever really did. You just learned to deal with it. It was destructive to my life. It made relationships hard. It made, it was difficult. And I felt robbed. I felt like God had forgotten me, like he turned on me. And I watched other people who had kids and didn't care and didn't treat them right. And, or other people who had done things that I didn't understand in their lives. They weren't kind, they weren't nice, and God was blessing them. And he wasn't blessing me. And it was hard and I felt hollow and there were voids and it was just, I withdrew. And I say that to say as as hard as that was and as much as that hurt, I would rather be me and never had had children than to be these parents at Sandy Hook, at Parkland, and now at the Pontiac Michigan School um, and all the other schools where it's happened, where you sent your child to class and then they never came home. Uh, There is no greater devastation. You do not recover from that. You just learn to live with it. My heart goes out to them. And I saw the kindness of the people who gathered at the hospital because the young man who was the football player was an organ donor and he was a great kid and he saved lives that day. And those four angels... uh, I pray they're at peace. It's wrong. And I'm just reflecting today that we have to do better because you never know what battles people are fighting and they're struggling and it's hard and they're depressed and they're lonely and we've got to be nicer because your kindness, you're buying someone a cup of coffee, you're just having a conversation and affirming to somebody that they're worthy of being talked to and smiled at, can change a life. It can keep them from hurting themselves or hurting others. So be kind. Self-care is all about our engagement with other human beings and how we engage them and how we allow them to engage us. So be a good guy. Be a good gal. Be the light in a dark world. Rage against the dying of the night. Dylan Thomas. I will not go gently into that good night. And what he's talking about is of chaos and destruction and and the expectations of being a certain way. Instead, he challenges us to be light, to rage against the dying of the light and to walk in it and to show it and to be it. That's my word for you on this Sunday, to be light, to be kind, to be good, because we all need it. Because we got a lot of angry, upset, violent, crazy people running around and it's not your job to fix people it's your job to take care of you and those you love but it's also your job to be a good human being and to feed people where you can to clothe them where you can to give a good word where you can to take people in if you can and just show goodness show christ show whatever your faith tenets are walk them out Live them. That's being what you need because we all need other people. We do. You guys have a good Sunday now. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.